Welcome to the Green Screen of Death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. So we're on episode 101. Kind of anticlimactic, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, no more sports players tonight. Yeah, totally. And we were like, yeah, we'll be back, you know, within a month. Yeah. That was two. Two months. We're getting better. It's better. It's pretty it's good for us. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. More than the usual six. So that's <laughs> yeah. that's uh, that's pretty good. Hell yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's it's good to be here. It's good to be talking movies. Um I love I love doing this stuff. So but yeah, um football's back. European and NFL. Hell yeah. Yeah, I uh people don't understand this, but I legitimately lost part of my soul when England lost oh, yeah. in the European final. Mm-hmm. And people joked about it, but I was literally like hurt for weeks. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, well, Manchester United is starting to play again. So, you know, you know I'll get my football fixed. So well, I'll, I'll get back up. Everything will be great. And then United did the greatest fucking thing ever oh yeah they signed cristiano ronaldo that's sick man congrats and all of a sudden my heart came back for football yeah i was just like oh my god he's the best player in the world (laughs) yeah and we got him for 20 million bucks that's insane because he's on like a he's got like a year left on his deal oh really okay if if he'd had two years on his deal it would have cost us a hundred million dollars really jeez that's a that's a sweet deal Football's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I it love, really is. I love football. And, you know, with, with England, I knew that was a very delicate subject with you so much that I just didn't mention it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It, it, it hurts so bad. Yeah, it, you know, because I know, like, I know the process you go through. You watch all the qualifiers. You watch every, I watch everything. Single, every minute of everything. Do you know what's really scary? England has a World Cup qualifying game on Wednesday. Oh, shit, really? We start again. Yeah. And we're going to win, goddammit. Hell Yeah. Not oh, even yeah. a, it's not even a question. We're yeah. just gonna win. Hell yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. North American football is back. Yeah, uh, Green Bay has a quarterback. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> the think drama. they would. I didn't think they would. So that's pretty good. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers finally reported. Yeah, um, I don't know what am what, what am I supposed to say? Mm-hmm. He's uh, just you have a contract. Yeah, play. Yeah. Make millions. You're making $40 million a year. <laughs> yeah. Must be tough. You're dating Shailene Woodley. Must be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to finish like 13-3 and three like we always do and lose in the semis. Yeah. Like we always do. We'll see. Yeah. They're, you never know. They, they look pretty good. They're looking strong. Need a better defense. Yeah. Better O-line. Mm-hmm. Aaron gets sacked too much. Yeah. Speaking of people who get sacked too much, how's Dak? He'll be okay. He's. They say he's going to be good to go. Really? Start his season. So that's I'm, cool. I'm excited. I wish nothing but great things for Dak Prescott. Yeah. So yeah. How's uh, How's your summer going, man? It's it's, uh, it's hot. It is. It's yeah. Never seems to cool down, dude. We survived a heat wave. I don't know if we talked about what's that. Dude, no, I think last? it was. I think it was, was after. It after. But man, we were record temperatures every day for yeah. like two straight weeks. A and whole a whole town burned to the ground. Yeah. Like literally, it's um, global warming is a thing, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's like people were telling us for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I um, I was like, I don't want to sound too dramatic, but I, I went through a really tough mental and physical 
time because I, I work from home and no air conditioning in my place. And I was worried JoJo was going to die on me during that heat wave. Like she looked like she was in rough shape. JoJo's my cat. Yeah. Anybody's unaware. And there was one moment where she came into my room while I was working. I'm like fucking sitting in my chair, just like no clothes on because I can't fucking wear clothes while I'm in this like 40 degrees inside my apartment. Um, and she meowed at me. A meow I've never heard. She sounded so distressed. And I looked down at her and she was so helpless. And I, uh, that sucks, but yeah, nothing worse. It was tough, but yeah. yeah, she's okay. We made it. Me and JoJo and Sarah made it. So I just sat here. Yeah. Did nothing for two straight weeks. Yeah. Other than like order, skip the dishes for like Powerade. Yeah. Like I, much. I, Pretty much did a a Seven Eleven order through Skip the Dishes every day for two straight weeks. Wow! Like Powerade was on two for five bucks. Oh, okay, I bought a lot. Yeah, yeah, because it was gross. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, I haven't been doing a lot. I'm mm-hmm. still unemployed, and it's awesome. Right on, dude. And uh, still no money problems. So yo, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's party. Hell yeah! I uh, did. I did a film festival, mm-hmm. Fantasia. Oh right, how'd that go? Uh, good. Uh, great, great pass price. Mm-hmm. 75 bucks. That's sick. For like a hundred films. Wow. I watched 96 of them. <laughs> Damn. I c- could have watched them all, but I'd already seen four of them. Yeah. They were older movies. Oh, really? Okay. So I stopped. Yeah. When I had watched everything. Jeez, so technically man. I did watch everything. Yeah. That's I'm sure insane. they, I'm sure they love me. <laughs> Their, their, their bandwidth bill yeah. from me personally compared to other people must have been incredible. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, we got uh, VIF coming up, TIFF coming up. Yeah, dude. So it's, uh, we got some good stuff coming film-wise. That's awesome. Yeah, VIF is online and in theater. So mm-hmm. we're going to be doing both, I think. Yeah, that's we, the plan. We both bought tickets. Mm-hmm. No pass this year because I just don't trust it. Yeah. Sorry, I just don't. And TIFF is doing online stuff again, so twenty six bucks a film. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's but cool. I'm I'm crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But this year we're, we're like vaxxed. And so I'll be able to join you for screenings when I can and stuff. Oh, totally. So that'll be cool. And I got to go to Vancouver. I got oh, to yeah. I got to see my, my mom for the first time in two years. Cool. I saw some friends. Mm-hmm. You literally don't know how much that helped my my mental that's view in life, man. I was, yeah. uh, I felt two hundred percent better after getting back from Vancouver. Oh, good. I was, I just, it, I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're social people, yeah, and it, it's not good for us, yeah. And uh, seeing those people was really incredible. Mm-hmm. I like went and saw a press screening, saw people I hadn't seen in two years from the, from, like, the, the Vancouver movie community. Yeah, uh, saw my brother. Okay. You know, it's just, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Are you visiting your parents now more often? Or? Yeah, we've seen them a few times recently and it, it helps. Like, um, yeah, like you said, we're social creatures and I sit at home all day and I, you know, I probably sound like some privileged asshole talking about working from home, not seeing anybody. But me, I just like being around people, you know, like. I always think of stupid, stupid, uh, was it Dogma? Or Chris Rock was talking about Jesus and he's like, you just like to listen to people. That's, that's me. <laughs> like, I just like to sit around the campfire and listen to people. And, um, sometimes I'll just. Adrian's that creepy listener guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lurk in the shadows. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll just go down to Starbucks just to be a, physically around people for like two minutes. That's cool. No, yeah. I, I, I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
the Cannes Film Festival happened. Yeah. Uh, Titane won the Palme d'Or. Right. The new movie from Julia DeCarnot, the director of Raw. Hell yeah. A film that both of us really quite liked. I'm oh, thinking. And uh, it's supposedly it's incredibly harsh and incredibly hardcore, and I cannot wait to see it. Hell yeah. It is at TIFF. Nice. So we'll be watching it probably at TIFF. Right on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to spend as little money as I can at TIFF. Yeah. Last year, I think I saw like 10 or 12 films, and it was like 300 and something bucks. Holy shit. Damn, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. You saw some great stuff, though. I like did. Nomadland. Yeah, we saw Nomadland yeah. before anybody had seen it. Yeah. And I was just, they're like, how did you see Nomadland? Yeah. And I'm like, I have magic. Yeah. TIFF, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> totally. On that, on that topic, though, uh, for people in the U.S., though, I remember Will saw some movies. Yeah, because there was other like film fest too, and Will was like super digital, about like finding stuff. Yeah, and he like I think I think he saw No Man Land at like New York. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, keep on doing that, man. Yeah, it's like Wisconsin film fest. And he saw, and Man- and he saw Minari <laughs> before me, and it pissed yeah. me off. <laughs> That's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy. Like, yeah, I've seen. 20 other films he hadn't seen, but he had seen Minari. Yeah. So fuck you. Fuck you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Will. Love you, Will. Love you, dude. So, uh, a buddy of mine told me this a couple days ago. I'm going to say some stuff. Okay. Metallica, The Black Album, Pearl Jam, 10, Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex and Magic, Soundgarden, Bad Motorfinger, and Nirvana, Nevermind. Wow. All the 30th anniversary, Damn. and they all came out within six weeks of each other. Six weeks? Damn. Like, the music of my, like, teenage years yeah. pretty much came out within a six-week period. Damn. Also, a week after that, uh, U2's Octung Baby came out. Oh. And if you're a Tribe Called Quest fan, Low End Theory came out, Holy which is just shit. a banging album. Yeah. So, yeah, like, welcome to the 30th Ooh. anniversary of, like, my childhood. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's ins- that's a cool list. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I love music. I can't, wait for, I can't wait for concerts, man. Oh, yeah. We have one booked in November, I think, in Vancouver. So nice. we're pretty excited for that. Did you watch any of the Olympics? No, not at all. I watched a little bit. How was it? It was okay. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a winter guy. Yeah, winters. Yeah, that we. I prefer winter. I watched uh, Andre de Grasse with the two hundred. That was really cool. Cool. I watched the uh, the soccer finale for the women. Okay, that was really cool. Oh yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah, I wish it um, had been um, at a different time. Everything was on either like at like four o'clock in the morning or mm. like five o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay, it's like oh, I don't oh, like that. Uh, were you a big? Rolling Stones fan? A little bit, yeah, growing up. Were you a fan of Charlie Watts? Yeah, I heard, yeah. My dad is the biggest Rolling Stones fan. Oh, man. And he was, like, super hurt. Mm. And, uh, yeah, my dad was... My dad was... He taught me a lot about music, mm-hmm. and uh, I was always a Who guy. Okay, I love the Who. Yeah, Keith Moon was my guy, the yeah. drummer. Oh, right on. Or I, I, I take, I think I'd either take Keith Moon or John Bonham. Oh like yeah, Led Zeppelin over yeah. Charlie Watts. But Charlie Watts was such a perfectly in time drummer. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever wrong. Mm-hmm. Whereas those other two drummers were like drunken madmen. <laughs> That's and true. Charlie Watts just wore a suit and was in the background being quiet. Like yeah. how the hell is Keith Richards still alive? Yeah. And Charlie Watts is dead. Yeah, I that's, don't know. That's tragic, man. Sucks. Big uh, piece of history right there. 
Yeah, and my last thing, uh, Kanye West has a new album out. Oh, yeah. There's some absolute bangers on it, mm-hmm. but he's a piece of garbage. He is. And uh, uh, I like the album, but I still really hate him. Yeah. Adrian got fucked by Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> we went all the way to Vancouver to see him perform, and then, what, five, six hours before the show, he canceled it? Wasn't it because of his like stage couldn't come across yeah. the border? Yeah, it was that or a part of it broke. But a lot of people speculate it was like him in a Kim Kardashian thing. Who knows the full story? If you're like, you keep on telling everybody you're you're the greatest rapper alive. Mm -hmm. Get on a stage with a spotlight and just spit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're that good, that's yeah. all you should need. Oh, yeah. And and I did see him perform once before, and that was pretty sick. Watch the Throne? Yeah. Yeah. That was sick. I was, yeah. I was the, the one the night before you went. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was sick. But uh, I actually lost friends over that show because people were dickheads to me. Really? On uh, social media. Yeah. Like, um, I posted, like, on Facebook, I was like, oh, I guess no Kanye show, I'm on my way home now, and luckily the hotel we stayed at, they refunded our stay, and wow. they didn't have to, and I was like, you know, it really helped me out, and I, like, just tried to, you know, make up some whatever. Put the violin up and yeah. start just playing. <laughs> yeah. so I came all the way from Victoria, I've been saving up for this for months, and... <laughs> And anyway, they were really cool. And um, yeah, then uh, on the way home, I was like, posted on Facebook. It's like, oh, show is canceled on the way home. Sucks. I feel sad. And had a handful of people be like, LOL, that's what you get for being a Kanye fan. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And I got really rude with one guy who um, doesn't have as much freedoms as I do. And I uh, kind of ripped into him for that <laughs> so adrian's such a humble guy uh, yeah uh, he's, he's he's leaving out a part of this story so i didn't know that any of this had happened yeah and i'm watching the news and then all of a sudden fucking adrian is on the news talking about kanye oh, west yeah that's right me and kyle were on there yeah, yeah i forgot about I'm that like, yo that's adrian <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think on Twitter they contacted us and they were like, hey, do you want to come downtown for an interview about the show? And I was like, oh my God, celebrity. Oh. And then we did that downtown thing and they actually came to my house too, a separate station. And they did like an interview in my living room and they were like, hold your tickets and look sad. And I was like, oh my God. Hold my tickets. And yeah, so I, it was printed out tickets and I'm just like looking at it and I was like, yeah, I'm re- I was really excited about the show and... They're like, how'd you find out? I was like, oh, I was at uh, Champ Sports downtown Vancouver and opened up my Twitter. And- On Granville? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I where like, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Bill knows where I was. He knows exactly where I was standing. I've seen many a film at that theater. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. So Rest in peace, Granville. Yeah. But uh, what a what a moment. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck you, Kanye. Fuck you, Kanye. But, yeah, some of those songs are bangers. Yeah. Bangers. Damn. Yeah. You got cool. uh, anything else? Oh, yeah. One more thing I wanted to, to throw in here as a plug. Listen to me talk. <laughs> yeah. You can't shut I, me up. That's right. I, I launched a, a Dead by Daylight focused podcast called Red Rank Podcast a couple weeks ago. And I was lucky enough to interview one of the biggest Dead by Daylight content creators on there named Elix, who's a, a drag uh, streamer and uh, Twitch and Dead by Daylight partner. So if you want to listen to me talk about video games and <laughs> video game, <laughs> Dead by Daylight is called Red Rank Podcast and you have to check it out. And I got to get Bill on there too because I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an aspect 
where I talk about horror films specifically and just like the game has Leatherface and like Freddy and Michael Myers and Pinhead. So definitely uh, use Bill's expertise and any stories you had growing up. I've seen some films. Yeah, Bill's seen some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Even though one of our main reviews kind of destroys one of those myths that I legitimately don't know that film at oh, all. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> right but, uh, yeah. Do you actually have a rant this time, sir? Uh, Cause we, I we, do. Because if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't it just like COVID last time? Yeah. <laughs> this one, yeah. We'll, we'll get into the rant. So COVID. Rant is, uh, if anybody's new here, it's where we rant about anything movie related. For me, it's usually Twitter. But <laughs> I'm not really on my Twitter account anymore. And it's been helping my mental health greatly. <laughs> and uh, my rant is that when we saw The Green Knight at Silver City, Victoria. Fuck you guys. Uh, one of the speakers was blown out and it really ruined the experience in a certain way. Like when the sound would amp up, all you could hear was this. And it was just so distracting. I still love the movie, of course, but nothing says like a a really eerily quiet scene and a bunch of white noise playing in the background. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Like, come on, man. Sucked. Figure it out, dude. And And the manager was a dick. Yeah. He was a dick. He kind of brushed us off and, He's like, oh, do you want to know about it? Yeah. But the employee knew about it, who we talked to to begin with. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, okay. You just didn't want to give us a free ticket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I went and saw it again a couple days later. Okay. And it was fine. Yeah. Because they moved it. Yeah. But yeah, not cool. Yeah. Not cool. That's cool. That might be one of your, maybe your second or third one, not about Twitter. Yeah. That's that's good. (laughs) Don't (laughs) Uh, be on Twitter, people. Don't be on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, My rant is about um, people bitching about how the box office for films has completely died because of HBO Max. And how Suicide Squad only made $20 million because it was on HBO Max. Well, why wouldn't you pay 10 bucks a month and see Suicide Squad yeah. for half the price? Yeah. And get a bunch of other stuff instead yeah. of going to the theater and maybe getting COVID. Yeah. Like, and watch them with your family. Totally. Like, you, Do you still honestly think they're not making money off HBO Max? Oh, yeah. How many millions of people watched Suicide Squad on HBO Max? Yeah. They all paid for it. It wasn't free. Yeah. They're making money. And Justice League, too. Totally. Was Justice League one of their first experiments with that? Yeah, it was one of the big things. Yeah. So, I think that they probably would have pulled the plug real fast if they weren't making some of their money back. So, Like, the only only thing I'm really scared about is, like, losing my festival movies this year. Like, I, I have plans to go to film festivals. But other than that... Hey, everybody. Dune is on HBO Max. (laughs) Yeah. Matrix 4 is on HBO Max. How crazy is that? Yeah. I'm good. I'm I'm embracing this change. Dude, bring it on. I'm good. Like, those (laughs) those are my two big movies of the year to come out. Yeah. And I'm good. Yeah. Where's that Matrix trailer, by the way? Oh, dude. Where is that Matrix trailer? Give it to us, man. Yeah. They they, they played it at CinemaCon a couple of days ago. Oh, did they? Supposedly it went over... Real well. Nice. And uh, I can't wait. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Right on. They also played a bunch of new footage from the uh, the Batman. Oh, really? Supposedly it's really gory. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, cool. Nice. Yeah, bring it on. Matt Reeves is really good. So yeah, man. I can't wait. Sweet. Rant out. Rant out. Cool. Good rant, man. It feels good to get that out of the system. Yeah. 
Um, can't always be can't always be the the, the positive human yeah. beings that we are. Yeah, exactly. We just radiate love and positivity. We gotta bring it down once in a while. Find that balance. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move into the next part of our our uh, episode where we main review a few movies. And the first movie we're going to talk about is Free Guy. Free Guy. Free Guy? Yeah. Yeah. Are we, are we, are we French? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Free Guy. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Free Guy? All right. So, directed by uh, Sean Levy, starring Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Lil Ray Howery, and Taika Waititi. A bank teller discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a, a brutal open-world video game. You know what? Did you expect this to be this good? <laughs> no. I saw a trailer. I was like, eh, I'll see it. <laughs> Dude, it's it's a new IP. Yeah. Really when does is. that when does that happen? Yeah. It's all Marvel or DC or mm-hmm. some branch of those. Yeah. Or a remake or whatever, a reimagining of something mm-hmm. else. No. A new IP yeah. of quality. Yeah. And I was freaking blown away by this yeah i was just, right i did not expect this yeah uh it's intelligent it's funny mm-hmm. it showcases a side of, of ryan reynolds that we don't get to see a lot of yeah when he's just actually kind of a nice guy yeah he's just a humble dude instead of being a smarmy kind of asshole yeah i'm kind of getting tired of that yeah he's always that in every movie yeah uh, yeah, he, play, he, he plays Guy, an NPC. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Yeah. An NPC in a game who is like, he's just, you know, doing his, doing his thing, and there's a bank robbery, and he decides to rebel against his, like, thought process and beats up a villain. Yeah. And takes his glasses and finds out there's a whole other world in his life. Yeah. When he put on these, these glasses, it becomes a game. Mm-hmm. And he just, it changes his world. Oh, yeah. And everything around him is on a script. Oh, yeah. And he can fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. And it's he becomes this, like, glitch. And everybody is freaking out and, you know, blah, 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 plot. And Jodie Comer shows up, who's the greatest actress in the world, other than mm-hmm. Riley Keough. <laughs> if you don't watch uh, Killing Eve, you're missing out. Oh, shit. She's absolutely I'm amazing. I'm missing out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jodie Comer for everything. Nice. Uh, she's incredible in the film. Uh, she's a programmer for games who thinks her, her code's been stolen yeah. and put into this game. So she's trying to find some evidence to try to clear her name and get everything taken care of. Because Ta- Taika Waititi's a bad guy. <laughs> he is. And he's really fun. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's awesome. Just chewing scenery. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Taika Waititi kills all this. The supporting characters are great. L- L- Little Ray Howery is really great. Yeah. I think he's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I laughed a lot. Yeah. This probably shouldn't have been as good as it is. And I think yeah. it's really damn good. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, it's, it's a wonder how simple the story is, man. It, oh, yeah. You don't have to do a lot mm-hmm. to make it really good. Yeah. And you like the characters, you like the, the, the game, mm-hmm. you like the movie. Oh, yeah. It's not tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a huge shock. Yeah. It's one of my favorite films of the year. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I had a blast watching this one. Like, blue shirt guy that's what they call him in the game and it's like a it's like a grand theft auto sort of mmo kind of crossover and the way he plays the game though he like takes guns away and like (laughs) doesn't use lethal force and stuff and just the way they do that in the movie 
is really cool. You're supposed to level up by doing bad things. Yeah. But he levels up by doing good things. Yeah. So all you see everybody around him, like robbing the bank and like getting in car chases, blowing people up in the streets and stuff. And um, it's just a blast to watch. And it's what's funny too, is because like it helps to be a gamer, but I think non-gamers can find things to latch onto in this. It's just a fun story. Yeah. Yeah. Like when the girl's interacting with free guy, um, just her reactions, like you, they'd be in the game and then they'd show her in front of her screen. And those were some of the funniest beats to me. Like her just being like kind of weirded out by whatever they're doing in game. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> that's relatable right there. <laughs> it's so funny. The, and there was a really cool Twitch and YouTube aspect to it. They had like Jacksepticeye. Oh yeah, I know because the the kid behind me was like, "That's Jacksepticeye!" Oh, okay. Every time he came on the screen. Oh, every time. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Shoot me now, dude. Wear condoms. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they had like Jacksepticeye, Ninja, Pokimane, and a couple other people I recognized. And my only nitpick with their inclusion in the movie was that. You could tell their dialogue was written by somebody else, like who doesn't watch Twitch streams or YouTube videos. Like some of the things, like Ninja said something, he was like, yeah, the tactics he's using there is much different from everybody else at the top. And you just know he doesn't talk like that, you right? also just didn't need those scenes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I can see that. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just being a bit of a goof, but. Well, yeah. I, I, well, I think they were mostly there just to like appeal to like the kid who was. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. The, the, the kid behind me. He'll go. Jacksepticeye was in that movie. Look, seriously, this kid, it was like this kid had just it, like figured out masturbation. He was so happy. <laughs> My God. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the action is, is really cool. And the, the cast in this movie it's just aces like i i don't know if anybody else thought this while watching it i want to watch this exact cast do a hackers remake dude like, dude th- this cast would be perfect like the the steve harrington kid he could be he could be zero cool and <laughs> you're zero cool yeah <laughs> yeah that girl could be acid burn and ryan reynolds would i'd probably get him to do the uh the tall what's his name again Serial killer. The Fisher Stevens role? No, well, the pl- that's the plague. No, but I, I think I'd rather have him as, because I think he has that, like, smarmy assholeness. To oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But who would uh, YTT play? Because I had YTT cast as the plague. Um, I don't know. He could be in the group, He though. could be the Angelina Jolie character. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely handsome enough to pull that off. Totally. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Speaking of handsome, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Man's insane, Dude's dude. Dude's all charisma. Yeah. Unreal. Oh, Unreal. yeah. Unreal. Yeah. And, yes, I, I love Jodie Comer. Oh, so, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first exposure to her. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I got to check the IMDb later. Yeah, you should ch- I, don't know if, I don't know where it's on, but you should check out Killing Eve. Okay, it's cool. incredible. Nice. Her and Sandra O. Oh. Okay. Oh, Go yeah. at it. It's pretty Ooh, incredible. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all you had to say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Right on. So yeah, I think that's a that's a high recommend uh, from both of us, and it's still playing theatrically. So it's making big money for 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 COVID times. Yeah. It's that's... only it's only dropping like twenty percent each weekend. So oh really? Yeah, it's making good money. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't think people expected it, but you know, you make a good movie that's goes across to every like 
age group. Yeah. People are going to see it. Oh, totally. Plus word of mouth, man. That's a yeah. mofo on this film. It's huge. Yeah. 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 And it's, I think that's what the, the big sell for this too, is it's just so family friendly too. Like it's appeals to like older gamers like us, but you know, the little kids who are going to get mom and dad and their little sister to go with them too. <laughs> that's where yeah. the money's at. I love it. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Well, let's move on uh, to our next movie review uh let's talk about the suicide squad not to be mistaken for suicide Suicide squad Squad. yeah it's got a the yeah it's got a the in front of it super villains harley quinn blood sport peacemaker and a collection of nutty cons at bell reeve prison join the super secret super shady tax task force x as they are dropped off at a remote island we are at a three percent again, my friend. <laughs> I think so. Oh my god! I don't think people saw the same movie we did. I've heard <laughs> so much about this film, and every time I hear something more about it, I get more angry. Oh, so yeah. um, uh, let's just go at it. I enjoyed the first maybe forty-five minutes of the film. Yeah, we'll say the first act. Yeah, the yeah. second act dies. This really slow death, mm-hmm. including a scene with Harley Quinn that goes on way too fucking long, mm-hmm. and it just it just kills any momentum the film has yeah and the third act is kind of fun yeah stuff kind of goes boom yeah. star star is awesome oh yeah but man i did not see the same people are saying this is like the best like superhero film of all time kind of good that's crazy and to you're me. all just on some, <laughs> some drugs drugs yeah uh i you know it's the the, the first 45 minutes is fun yeah some like sweet action surprises, mm-hmm. violence. Oh yeah, lots of violence. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I, I kind of like the violence. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then then it just dies. Mm-hmm. A really bad death. Yeah, and then it picks up. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is the second attempt. Mm-hmm. You gotta make it better. Yeah, I know people love it, but oh yeah, you know people liked uh, the second Star Wars film too. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. And the third, Bam. love that film. Uh, yeah, it, uh, Idris just shows up to say one-liners. Yeah, he's so underutilized here. Which usually just ends up him saying shit yeah. or fuck. Yeah, and that's all. That's his entire like performance right there. Same with Cena. Mm-hmm. At least he gets a couple of good I, lines in. I, I kind of like Cena in this one. Really? He's, he's got, like, his stupid, like, what did I, I wrote in my notes here. He's got, like, his stupid attitude where he's like, I'll kill everyone in the name of peace kind of approach. <laughs> to me, that was so funny. <laughs> he he's, was ridiculous. Uh, he's okay. He just kills. Uh, and, Daniela Melchior as Ratcatcher is, like, mm-hmm. the, the big thing here. She's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, she's I love amazing. her character. If yeah. it had been just her. Yeah. And Polka Dot Man, this movie would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Polka Dot Man's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Peter Capaldi shows up. The yeah. man, the myth, the legend. Peter <laughs> yeah. Capaldi is thinker. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, some of it works more than others. Yeah. Uh, this is just not my thing, man. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a bunch of like gunshots. It's mm-hmm. all, it's all I remember of this film is like yeah. stupid violence, mm-hmm. uh, messy. This should be better violence, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of fun at times. Yeah. I'm not going to slam it. I gave it three out of five. Yeah. Cause I did like the first part, but man, mm-hmm. um, we didn't watch the same film friends. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I was exhausted by the time they got to the final act. Sorrow's fun. Yeah, that's fun. That was awesome. Like, that that whole sequence was sweet. Yeah. But, like, by the time I got there, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, like the... I I might catch a, a bit of flack here, but I've never been into Harley Quinn, and especially not this iteration of Harley Quinn. I... We both didn't like Birds of Prey, right? Yeah, I I thought it was garbage. Hated that movie. Yeah, so like, another strike for me here. Like, yeah, and I want to like I want to like I've loved Margot Robbie and pretty much everything else she's done. It's just it's just like her very existence is what I think makes people so excited about her character. But like here, her her like big action sequence, I was just like, come on, get. Get me somewhere else. Like, this is so boring to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Ratcatcher 2 is the best character here and the shining light in this movie. Um, but yeah, I- I'm glad people really enjoy this movie. I just... I don't want to fight with people about it either. Like, mm-hmm. I said on Twitter, I'm like, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Love mm-hmm. love movies. Yeah. Just tell me why you liked it or didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um love to everybody yeah uh, i'm glad you supported the film mm-hmm. um we're, we're, we just we're gonna disagree on this one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's allowed yeah we're allowed oh. we're allowed to do that you know oh totally yeah yeah but yeah for me it was just too much noise with not enough like substance or purpose it was just here's some cool shit and i guess you know i can't really shit on that too much because i'm like a michael bay fanboy and that's like <laughs> His entire career is meaningless violence and explosions and dumb shit happening. Every time you bring that up, it hurts the brand, man. <laughs> it's all good. That's what I'm here for, to bring balance to the force. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, and for me to say that, it, like, contradicts my point here. But, like, I don't know. There's just something about this that just didn't sit right with me. And it wasn't like I disagreed with anything that was going on there. I was just like, I'm kind of bored when i probably shouldn't be yeah no that 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 20 minute harley quinn scene was just death yeah death get me out of there yeah and uh one thing i want to talk about too uh joel kinnaman i think is like a i don't want to is he underrated is he i think he is yeah i think he's, I, I think he's good yeah i liked him in this and his physique like his shoulders were fucking impressive in this movie <laughs> he was uh he went toe-to-toe with some some heavyweights in the movie and wasn't he on season one of The Killing or the the the, the show The Killing? Oh yeah, that's and right. They, and, they, and they didn't solve it mm-hmm. in season one. Everybody shit on that show because of it. Yeah, and I think Joel Kinnaman kind of got screwed because of that. That's that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. But he's good. I like Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, I like seeing him whenever he pops up. And yeah, he he was awesome in this. I thought. Um, but yeah, I, I wish I enjoyed it more. I just I don't know, man. It's- Go see Free Guy. Yeah, <laughs> go see Free Guy if you have to choose between the two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to nope. the Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad? Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our third uh, main review of the show. This one just came out on the weekend that we're recording here. I just saw this. Just saw it. Bill just j- basically just walked out of the screening. Adrian saw something before I did. I did. Whoa, that's true. I did a full day before. <laughs> I was busy doing yeah. Fantasia. Oh, cool. And I just, I usually go on Thursday night, but I just, I was doing Fantasia. Oh, so, fair enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, so, do, I do have tickets to Shang-Chi next week. On oh, Thursday, shit. So, yeah. I'll have to get my ticket then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Candyman. Candyman. Directed by Nia DaCosta. Uh, Yaha Abdul Mateen II. Uh, Tiana Paris. And Nathan Stewart Jarrett of the greatest TV show of the last 10 years, Utopia. Nice. Have you ever seen Utopia? I, I didn't see it yet, no. Oh my God, so yeah, good. Right on. The... the that's such an amazing show. Uh, a sequel to the horror film Candyman, 1992. Thank you, IMDb. Yeah. That returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Oh, Classic IMDb. Yeah. Just saying, <laughs> saying nothing while saying it all. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so were you a fan of the Candyman? Because I... I bet you I saw this movie like the original once. Yeah, and didn't remember a damn thing. Okay, and I was confused Mm -hmm. about this film. Yeah, even though they tried to tell us what it was like, the the other one was about. (laughs) Yeah, I still was confused. Yeah, I I did like I did really enjoy the first one when I was a kid, and it was big in our house when we were growing up. We watched it a lot of times. I think I think it was one of those ones that played on Super Channel and we recorded it. And, you know, you watch it over and over again and whatever, but it's been years since I've seen it, so... Yeah, this this, this definitely isn't uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors where I can pretty much, <laughs> no. like, tell you that film, like, bit by bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember any of it, so uh, I can say I'm not really a fan of The Candyman. But, you know, this is... This one, it's okay, Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't, I try, I try, I tried to figure this movie out and I think I'm smart mm-hmm. and I just don't think it does enough to explain everything. Yeah. Um, everything is, all the plot is down through these like weird puppet shows. Yeah. And we were having a conversation before the show mm-hmm. and we, both of us were like trying to fit this film into like a, a thing and we couldn't do it because nothing yeah. was explained. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's a really, it's bad because the film is actually really well made. It's incredibly mm-hmm. well shot. The acting yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. I think it has some pretty damn good moments to it. Yeah. I just didn't fucking get half of it. Yeah. Well, I, I think what it boils down to, and I might again, catch myself in hot water for saying this. I think it's bad storytelling is what it is. Cause there's a difference between leaving things up for interpretation, which this movie doesn't do. This movie tries to tell you yeah. what happened, but Just it did it poorly. Poorly. Um, and that breaks my heart because, yeah, you're watching it and you're like, man, this looks fucking beautiful. I want to go to this city and explore and see these sights. And the genre stuff is fucking awesome. Like when Candyman shows up and you Good see stuff. like blood splattering on the walls and like dripping from places like cool uses of bees yeah really cool like, uses of bees. damn that's cool or you're seeing him in the shadows or like in a reflection somewhere like that shit's awesome totally so yeah just for anybody who doesn't know about candy man the whole thing is is like you have to say the the c word because mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say it <laughs> uh five times in front of a mirror and yeah the sea man will come and kill you. Yeah. You know, and everybody, you know, is stupid. Mm-hmm. So it's a movie. So, of course, they have to say the C word. Oh, yeah. And he comes and does a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cool idea. Yeah. One of the one of the cooler ideas for a horror film from the 80s or 90s, whenever that one came out. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, I just, I wish this was better. This, this, it should have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, write your script better. Yeah. I hate to be that blunt. Yeah. But um, as I said, I watch a lot of movies and I'm pretty good at figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, what about other people? 
Yeah. Who just show up and watch one movie a year. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. And it's true. Because what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's like, and and again, I'm not trying to, like, I I hate saying this about Jordan Peele, but I'm kind of wondering if, and I'm only one of a million people saying this. We had the the same problem with Get Out, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. With even us, like, I'm really digging it until uh, gets into the later stages of the movie and i'm kind of like okay well i'm not really like the setups there but like the payoff is just doesn't match the set i'm wondering if there was like a, a longer cut of this film because it's only like it's, it's it's like 90 minutes with credits yeah so at best it's probably like a, an hour and 25 without credits right and this thing just goes by so fast and mm-hmm. nothing is explained yeah you yeah. got you gotta figure that stuff out yeah in the edit Mm-hmm. And they probably just, if something got botched, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as I said, it looks incredible. It's, it's just, and I didn't find it scary. Yeah. It's yeah. also just, the trailer is scarier than the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This trailer freaked me out for some reason. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's the music or mm-hmm. something. It just freaked me out. Yeah. Um, I expected more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. And as I said, there's lots of really good things about it. Yeah. It's, it's maybe even a light recommend because there's some oh, pretty yeah. cool stuff. But man, yeah. this should have been better too. Yeah. And like touching on what it does. Well, I don't know if I would say it does it well, but it matters that it's there. The social commentary in the film. It's it's important. That's yeah, really important. It's really important. So I don't want to like underplay that. It's just I just wish it came in a better package. I wish it were neater. I, and we talked about this earlier. I wish it was longer. Like, yeah. give me another 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I just wish it wasn't was, was so sloppy, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's sloppy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good try. Yeah. And I, I hope the sequel, because you probably, there probably will be a sequel. Oh, yeah. Um, is uses all that cool style mm-hmm. and cool ideas and makes something better. Yeah, let's because, hope because so. Because it deserves it. It's a cool mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah. And I, I like horror films. Yeah. So bring it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this should have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Uh, but yeah, there was a big part of me that was very disappointed. Um, but <laughs> would, I, would this film have been better in Pan and Scan on VHS and your... <laughs> Possibly. Basement <laughs> yeah. in the 80s? Yeah, maybe. Know. Yeah. But I, I think fans of the original, they're going to see it and yeah. make up their opinions. So I hope they like it. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. I hope so too. That's always my my wish. I never pay fucking fifteen dollars to go see a movie and be like, Man, I can't wait to not like you know, like <laughs> I'm I'm spending money and my time. Yeah, my time and money are worth more than that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh break. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so it's time to move on to the next part of the show and we're reintroducing a section that I think we both love doing. It's just been because we've been so inconsistent, we haven't been keeping up with it but we're bringing bringing back movie club movie club hell yeah i i didn't do it last episode because it was our hundredth episode yeah didn't feel quite right so we're bringing it back uh so yeah this is this is weird it's like starting fresh i don't but i don't have to explain it yeah that's kind of nice so uh this episode's movie club movie is me and you and everyone we know from 2005 from Miranda July, oh, okay. the director of Kajillionaire. Oh, nice. It's her first film. Oh. And it is an absolute cracker, man. It's just a Sweet. beauty of a film. Yeah. Uh, this was a really huge Sundance film. And 
this is what Roger Ebert used to be really great about. I, I used to read Ebert all the time, and he talked about this film. I waited like eight months to watch it because oh, Roger wow. Ebert said it was the best film of Sundance. Nice. And I was just like, wow. Because I loved Roger Ebert. Oh, I, lo- yeah. I love Gene Siskel too, but yeah. I was I was an Ebert guy. Mm. And he just talked and talked about this film. And I finally saw it. I saw a press screening of it in Vancouver. Oh, sweet. And uh, absolutely loved it. Um, and I'm super happy to share it with you. Sweet. And guess what? It's on Criterion Channel. Yeah. So we can both use our subscription <laughs> for the first time in like a year. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why I pay for it, but uh, my, my friends use it a lot. That's cool. Just Hey, did you get the Founder Club card? Yeah, I did. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I have like five or six friends who use my password. Nice. And uh, I'm sure they watch a lot. <laughs> Ho-hum. <laughs> right on. But yeah, so me and you and everyone that we know, uh, you have s- six months to watch it because that's yes. probably the next time we will record. Hell yeah. I hope you like it. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out. I hope. I hope we're able to do Halloween episodes this year. Oh, yeah. I love picking a, we gotta. a, a genre film to uh, make Adrian's life hell. <laughs> we might have to do a couple episodes that month because it's such a fun time of the year. Yeah, like, I, 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 I enjoy picking a uh, a, uh, a violent film yeah. for Adrian to watch. What have we watched in the past? Hausu? Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Yeah. Um, Serbian film. film. Holy (laughs) fuck, man. Yeah. I actually heard something about a Serbian film a couple days ago. They're supposed to be they're they're coming out with a new cut of the film. Oh. That's even worse. What? Yes. Wow. Sign me up. (laughs) Because I am a weirdo. (laughs) All right. And, And for anybody unaware, a Serbian film, if you've seen it, you may not even be aware. It's like a dark comedy it totally is it's so fucking it's, funny i laugh so hard watching that film <laughs> and if you don't laugh you're human <laughs> you're 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 probably okay yeah <laughs> you're probably fine because it's pretty gross yeah. but uh hey i'm that guy yeah so yeah me and you and everyone that we know right on uh criterion channel cool hopefully uh you like it and oh, yeah. i'll talk about next episode with you right on so, cool yeah movie club. awesome movie club the Let's return the return so if you want to join movie club just watch the movie on criterion channel and hit us up on twitter uh either one of us and um you know send a private message just send a public message whatever let us know what you think of the movie and we'll share it on the next time we record speaking of this film uh it's an actual criterion disc Okay. You can buy it on Criterion Disc. Oh, cool. But because the Canadian distributor of the film is different than the American distributor, you cannot legally buy the Criterion Disc in Canada. What? You have to import it. Wow. So Criterion's are already like between, if you get them on sale, they're 30 bucks. If you don't, they're 50 yeah. in Canada. Yeah. So it's 70 here. Jeez, man. That's crazy. Welcome to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> That's brutal. So I don't own that one. Yeah. I wish I did. Damn. But uh, yeah. Right on. Fun disc stories. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, okay. So I guess we can move on to lightning round. This is where we just offer little quick reviews on other movies we've seen between the last time we recorded and this episode uh, i'll start first because i guarantee i haven't seen uh, nearly as much as bill has um so i'll 
I wrote down some movies. I've probably forgotten some, but I'll jump in when Bill mentions one that I <laughs> forgot on this list. So first two are not actually movies, but Apple TV shows. But I th- I just wanted to mention them real quick. I finally caught up with Ted Lasso and freaking fell in love. <laughs> um, Do you remember the uh, top 10 show last year where I told you to uh, eat some shortbread and oh, finally watch Ted Lasso? Yeah, and you yeah. finally did? Yeah. Well, the... I wanted to watch it with Sarah, and she wasn't into it. She was like, ah, football, I don't know. And it's like so much more than that, Do right? Do you know how many people have said that to me? Really? And I'm like, just give it a try. Yeah. And then like a day later, they're like, you are so right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, they're like, I just finished season one. Yeah. It's so good. It's it's so charming, and I love all the characters. And Roy Kent is probably my favorite. My, my love for Roy Kent is pretty good. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my love of Roy Kent and Phoebe. It's oh like, yeah, is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, his yeah. his his like un like he his, his like his protection of Phoebe is like the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's a great show. And I just started watching Mr. Corman. Uh, Joseph oh, I love that show. Yeah, I'm two episodes in and really enjoyed the first two. This is a spoiler, mm-hmm. but it's 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 a line in the episode. Yeah, I won't say what the line is, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character goes on a date with a woman. Yeah, and he says a line to her that ends her life. Oh, it is so <laughs> incredibly harsh. Yeah, I've never heard somebody say a line like that before in my life. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Oh yeah, and how like crushing it was. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's awesome. He's he's great. Yeah, yeah. Arturo Castro is awesome too. Mm-hmm. The, his roommate. Oh yeah, I love him. Yeah. Have you? So you've watched the first two? Yeah, first the, two. Episodes. The third episode is about the roommate. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. really good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And like the a big part of the show is him talking about being anxious and dealing with anxiety and like feeling like he's having a heart attack and stuff. And you know, I've had loved ones go through that. So, dude, I have that all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. I don't talk about it, but I do. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I I told Kyle, I was like, you you need to check it out because he's gone through that in in the past. And um, I think it'll help people, you know, that that relatability or learning more about it kind of thing. It, It definitely feels very genuine. And there's a bit. What episode was that? Where he goes to that breathing class? Yeah, man, there's a bit in that part. I was just like, I was just shattered. Like, <laughs> holy shit, man. The whole part about him donating. Yeah. <laughs> he's all pissed off that he gave 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so good. That was hilarious. It's such a good show. Yeah. Uh, so Mr. Carmen, it's on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, whatever it's you, you've only seen two episodes mm. and it only gets better. Right on. So, yeah, you're, you're in for a treat. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he was on Mark Maron's podcast a little while back, and that's a great episode. Yeah. I, I highly recommend. Um, also, I watched Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Hell yeah, you did. I had a fucking blast with this movie. Are we dude. the only people that like this movie? <laughs> I think so. Because uh, I, I know other people didn't rate them very high, but I, yeah. I freaking kind of like these films, yeah. man. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Who doesn't like an es- a deadly escape room? Totally. Like, like It's just... It's just <laughs> Does it make sense? Yeah. yeah. No, maybe yeah. not. But it's it just it never stops. Yeah. It's just constant fun. Mm-hmm. And I like them. Yeah. 
If we're the th- the one percent or the three percent on this one, then I yeah. am good. Cause... Yeah, yeah, they're a blast. Yeah, you kind of know what you're signing up for, right? You you, you know what you're going to get. And uh, the girl in the movie, I forgot her name, but she was in Waves, and she's awesome in Waves. She's really good in this, and the cast, you know, for like a small budget. Yeah, just thriller. Give me one of these every year. Yeah, I'll be there. It was funny. I remember I went and saw it, and I'm like, I texted you. I'm like, yeah, a new Escaper movie is pretty good. He's like, there's a new Escaper? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. It's like I went and like saw the movie that same night pretty much. <laughs> I had to hurry to see that shit. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Changing Gears, uh, Snake Eyes. Um, yeah, that is indeed a feature length movie. That is just a generic film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are times when it looks cool. Like it's like, oh, that's a cool set. But yeah, but the, it's just them throwing money at it. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. Yeah. It's just a really <laughs> generic movie. Yeah. And one guy talks really quiet the whole time at all times. Yeah. It, yeah. That's Snake Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Snake Eyes. It's not good. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. None of my friends saw it. Mm-hmm. They're like, the trailer is terrible. Why would I see that? Yeah, because well, you were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping. I was like, you know, it's an action movie. Maybe I'll enjoy it. I I don't know. Um, I can't remember if we talked about this on the last. I don't think it was out during our last recording. Old? Did no, we talk no, about no, that? It's it's new for us. Okay, so old saw that. Really disappointed by that. Um, there's some really there. There was a character choice in the movie where it's like that's just a bad look. Y'all probably should have re rewrote that character. <laughs> racism. Yeah, racism in 2021, y'all. It's like we're past that. You know, <laughs> let let's find different motivation other than racism. Like. The whole entire film is completely batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. And then because it's it's an M. Night film, he has to have something at the end. Mm-hmm. And it becomes logical. Yeah. And it, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. You can't be batshit crazy and then be logical. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Um, and it's just... It, they're com- two different tones competing against each other mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I hate this film. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. Uh, <laughs> no other way to put it. <laughs> and I, I'm such an apologist for him. Yeah, me too. Uh, his last couple films have been really good. Yeah. And uh, other than that last 30 seconds, mm-hmm. Unbreakable is a masterpiece. Yeah, the last 30. Yeah, fuck that shit. That title card ruins the film. It does. But um, no, I, I'm an apologist and I hate this one. So yeah. Um, I know people liked it too. Oh, really? So, um, yeah. Once hmm. again, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, we're going to have to disagree on that one. Yeah. My thing is with that movie, like, I don't want to elaborate on it too much, but the reveal, the, the things that you learn in the later parts of the movie, I wonder if it would have been better if they just told us that right off the bat. Like, how much different would the movie play out if you just knew the stuff? This is so terrible, and it's a little bit of a spoiler. It's a little bit of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. This movie's not very good. Yeah. Probably don't watch it. Yeah. I'm telling you, but yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. A buddy of mine saw it, and he texted me right after. He's like, so the kids, they're growing at an exponential rate. They're little children, then all of a sudden, they're like two years older, and the first thing that comes into their mind is, yo, let's fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's choices were made in this film. Yeah, man. That, choices were made. That's that was not a good look. No. 
Okay, they should have re- rewritten a couple things in that movie. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just I, I laughed when I read that text. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's so true. Like so weird, just weird. I think that was in the trailer, though. Was I, it? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, wasn't good. Terrible choice, man. Wasn't good. Um, Fast Nine, I think, is new for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I had fun. Um, just don't think about it. Yeah, yeah. I just, you, you buckle up, and uh, I've been kind of off of this franchise probably since Fast 7. 7 and 8, I was really not into. 6, not so much. Uh, 6 was okay. Yeah. But, but uh, I, yeah, I thought the last two have been garbage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one's just, it's it's so stupid to the point now where you're just like, you almost have to give into it. Oh yeah, and I did. Yeah, why not? It was fun. It was mm-hmm. the first our first movie back to the the theaters. Yeah, and I don't know. If you said this afterwards. You're like, I don't know if I like that film mm-hmm. or just like going to the movies again. <laughs> yeah, that might be part of it. Yeah, you yeah. never know. But I thought it was okay. Yeah, it's definitely not like uh, as awesome as like Fast and Furious Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too fast, too curious. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, I just I I remember saying this to you when we saw it. I'm like, could you imagine how cool it would have been if we didn't know that Han was alive? Oh yeah, and we saw that film and be like, just like, whoa! Yeah, he just shows up. And, yeah, and we all would have lost our fucking minds. Yeah. Instead, it was ruined in a trailer two years before it opened. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. That's some bad marketing. Congrats. But yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't miss Dwayne Johnson. No. He, he, he can go away. He can just go away. <laughs> um, more on him later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's like, it's fine. There's a, there's a director's cut coming out on the Blu-ray. It's oh, really? six minutes longer. Oh. I got an email about it a couple days ago. Okay. I laughed. I'm like, <laughs> it's already two hours and 25 minutes. Yeah. Put it over the two and a half hour mark. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have for lightning round. To have some other stuff, I think we'll probably talk about in top 10. So I'm kind of saving it there. Okay. I'll just talk about everything then. Cause cool. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I saw A Quiet Place 2. Heck yeah. It's um, it's fine. It's just, can you, can you really get past all these people making really stupid decisions? Mm-hmm. That's what my problem with the film was. Yeah. Everybody was just making dumb choices. In service of the film. Yeah, yeah. just like, oh, there's, uh, we probably shouldn't leave this totally protected area, but fuck it, I'm just going to go walk around. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. What? Where if you make an, a single peep, you'll you'll get killed. Yeah, but I'm going to go search. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Nothing will happen. Nothing bad will happen. Nothing bad will happen. No. no. It's fine. Yeah. It's not as good as the first one, and Adrian didn't like the first one. I Yeah, I didn't like the first. Funny enough, I kind of love this one, though. The open, Even though the opening of part two was really awesome, yeah, that scene like the baseball field, yeah, and, like they, yeah, stuff's Going coming from the, the town, stuff's coming from the sky, That's yeah, like, yeah, really awesome. And the, I, I like the aliens, yeah, they're cool, yeah, I like that. I, I watched a thing on YouTube. Um, I forgot who does it. Some company does like interviews with directors, and they like break down the movie and stuff. There's a camera movement in the opening of when she's driving in the truck. And she's backing up. There's a camera movement that happened. And their rig actually broke during wow. that shot. And it made it a better shot. Nice. And people were like, how'd you get that shot? And they're like, oh, our rig broke. And then it just kind of fell. $100,000 in damage. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so but, yeah. You, 
you might like it. You might not. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Uh, Censor. Yeah. Uh, back in the 70s and 80s on VHS in uh, England, uh, a lot of movies were censored for mm-hmm. violence. And something called the Video Nasties, mm-hmm. where people had to watch a movie to rate it, and they would rate it a Video Nasty, and you wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah. Uh, this woman who had a really bad childhood who might not quite all be there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is one of these censors and she thinks she sees her dead sister in a film, mm-hmm. one of these video nasties and it's her journey trying to find her sister and holy shit stuff happens. Yeah, man. Uh, this movie rules. Yeah. It's rules. awesome. Yeah. You, some people might find it slow, but mm-hmm. man, I did not find it slow. Yeah. Uh, I love this film also yeah. has like the greatest finishing shot of a film this year. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, man. Whoa. Yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. I think you watched it blind. Yeah, I had no idea what it was was going in. Like I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. I think you recommended it, and I was like, oh, I've got a free rental. I'll check it out. Yeah, so good. Yeah, love that film. If you yeah. haven't seen it, I hope you get to check it out. It's yeah, on was, iTunes and everywhere. I think. So. I was like completely mesmerized through the whole thing. Yeah, lovely film. Yeah, uh, Luca. Okay, uh, a Pixar film that didn't open in the theaters. Mm-hmm. It opened on VOD, and uh, there's a reason. It's lesser Pixar. Okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can make a bad film. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly well animated. The story is okay, um, but skip it. Yeah. Nobody's talked about this movie. Oh, okay. It just kind of went away. Mm-hmm. I know people liked it, but it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, next, uh, Fatherhood, a Netflix film with okay. Kevin Hart. Oh. Acting. Oh, He's huh. not just shouting. Yeah. He's a, a single parent raising a kid. His wife dies. And uh, he's actually pretty good in the film. I'll cool. give, I hate Kevin Hart with a passion. And I will say he's actually pretty good in the film. Nice. Film's pretty milk toast. Yeah. But uh, if you want to see Kevin Hart actually act and not scream, mm-hmm. Fatherhood. Cool. Netflix. Right it's on. not bad. It's not yeah. great. Not bad. Uh, Mandibles. Haven't the new Quentin Dupuis film. The guy who made Rubber. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two stoners uh, steal a car and open the trunk, and there's a giant fly in it. Oh. A giant fly. Oh, a giant fly. Huge fly. <laughs> okay. Takes up the whole trunk. Wow. So if you found a giant fly, what, what, what would you do? I'd slam the trunk and call pest control. I don't know. <laughs> so these idiots think they're going to train it to steal stuff for them. What? Yeah. That <laughs> sounds awesome. It is awesome. Uh, it's it's so weird. And just like every Quentin Dupuis film, yeah. like it's just, it's so wacky and strange. You, nice. you, you just can't not love it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's on iTunes. It's, it's all v, oh, VOD sweet. everywhere. I, I loved it. Okay. I thought it was great. Right but on. I kind of always like his films. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, high recommend on uh, Mandibles. Uh, Zola. Hell yeah. Featuring the incredible Riley Keough. Yeah, man. Who is the most underrated actress of our time. Yeah. She, uh, everything she's in, mm-hmm. she's just perfect. Yeah. Uh, this was a story about, um, I think like 140 tweets. Something like that. On yeah. Twitter. Yeah. About this, um, this weekend that this, uh, this woman has with a stripper and her friend. 
her her pimp. We'll say I was I wasn't gonna say pimp. Okay. But, uh, yeah. We'll say friend. Yeah. Stuff happens in the film. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was a movie made from like 140 tweets, and it's exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's incredibly entertaining. Yeah. It's and Riley Keough is mesmerizing, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good time. Yeah, man. I just wish it had an ending. <laughs> I I loved it. Like uh, Riley Keough, she just. Anything she does, I'm just like, I love it. I'm just like, give me more. Like, put her in everything. And uh, I don't think I've had a bad time watching her in any role she's done. No, so. she's she's incredible. And in that role, it's like, if they give an award for a person having the most fun in a role, that's probably going to her. <laughs> so The Lodge. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Good lord. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably the best performance of that year. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Fear Street trilogy? Uh, the first one. Okay. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I thought it was quite fun. Yeah. Uh, the the third one gets really violent. Oh. Love that. Nice. Yeah, the uh, first one was pretty violent, too. Yeah, it was good stuff. Huh. Um, but yeah, it's um, more of these. Yeah. Just keep on doing stuff like this, Netflix. Mm. Yeah. Like, this just kind of came out of nowhere, and I was yeah. just like, this is really good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Uh, bring it on. Yeah. Have a, like, one of these every year, a trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't be that hard to write. Uh, did you watch The Tomorrow War with <laughs> no. Chris Pratt? No, I it's supposed that to be one. a big tentpole film, but yeah. and then they sold it to Amazon. Yeah, that's right. And it died a very slow death. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's okay. It's yeah. it's, it's it's a stupid generic action film. Mm-hmm. It's very Michael Bayish. So you'll probably love it. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Said the magic word. <laughs> Baygasm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see Black Widow? Of course you did. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I wasn't as high on this as everybody else, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think that, like, for me, I saw it with Sarah, and I think that enhanced my appreciation of it, because she was just, like, she was watching the movie, and, you know, they had talk about their, like, reproductive organs and stuff. Yeah, and no, that like, stuff's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I just I just wish it was the Natasha Romanoff film, not her sister. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it did just feel, like, set up when it should have been Black Widow. Because um, Florence Pugh was awesome. Yeah. And she just rules that film. Yeah. And it's her film. Yeah. She really shines. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I guess, a, n- a nice send off. Yeah. For ScarJo. And I guess Florence Pugh is on to the Hawkeye show. That's right. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, did you see the documentary Finn? No. Both, uh, shark fins. Oh, no. Made by Eli Roth. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Eli Roth channeled his inner Rob Stewart. Wow. And just went around and trying to stop shark fishing. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Uh, it's not as good as the Rob Stewart stuff, because mm-hmm. that guy's just a incredible human being. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yeah. Um, but um, good on Eli Roth. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. Um, it was kind of surprising. Nice. And the really funny thing is, is that he put a lot of like um, horror songs oh, no, into what? like the score. Wow. Yeah, like oh. so, yeah, like 
like cabin fever songs. No way. It's hilarious. Damn. But yeah, it's uh, it's surprisingly good. Cool. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake with Karen Gillan is absolutely terrible. Oh, is it? She is all kinds of bad in the film. No way. And uh, which sucks because her her female partners are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Any, anytime I get to see Michelle Yeoh, I'm mm-hmm. just like, yo, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's not very good. Okay. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like, I got to check that out. I wasn't a fan. I'm okay. really negative this episode, but I don't, <laughs> don't really care. It's all good. Uh, this is where it's supposed to pick up. Uh, Roadrunner, a film about oh. Anthony Bourdain, is one of the best films of the year. Yeah, man. And it absolutely fucking destroyed me. Yeah, I'll bet. Because uh, I loved Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. <sighs> senseless man yeah um i watched everything he ever did i read everything he ever read ever wrote mm-hmm. um this film is magic mm-hmm. uh he was magic i learned some stuff that kind of made me sad mm-hmm. i uh, i didn't really know about his last six months mm-hmm. and some of it was very sad yeah and that made me sad oh, and man. i cried like a little girl Mm -hmm. when i watched this film yeah um yeah it's the best documentary i've seen this year um and yeah i love anthony Bourdain. yeah man yeah i was i didn't really follow him that closely um but i i know you're really into him and i know kyle followed him pretty closely so this movie pretty much all of it was new to me which was an interesting lens to watch it through did you did you get what he was for oh, this yeah. film? Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, he was such a big personality. You couldn't help but know what he was doing yeah. pretty much at all times. Uh, I just didn't watch his stuff. But uh really makes me want to go back and watch. Like, I've watched some of his things. Yeah. And it's really cool because, like, he was really into movies, right? And he really wanted to make, like, a theatrical experience of what he was doing. And, um, but, yeah, learning... Uh, everything that he was going through at the time, and man, it's it's heartbreaking, dude. Yeah, it's a, it's a big loss. I've I'm not really into people signing stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, he came to Victoria to sign books, and I was afraid to go and get my book signed. Oh, really? Because I was just it, it. I was just so he was such an overwhelming presence mm-hmm. that I was I was just I was almost afraid of doing it, mm-hmm. and I wish I did. Yeah, because I didn't know he was gonna die. Yeah. And yeah, sucks. Yeah. But yeah, the, the documentary is awesome. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you saw it. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? We talked about Escape Room. It mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. Uh, as I said, we're only going higher. Yeah. Uh, pig. Pig. Hell yeah. Uh, what can you say about this film? I think it's, this is probably one of the, the, the more discussed films of the year because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody expected it. Yeah. They all expected um, this movie about a guy looking for his pig to be this big, violent Nicolas Cage film. Yeah. They were expecting like, no, that's, that's, that's Prisoners of Ghostland. That's coming out next month. Okay. Yeah. The new Sion <laughs> Sono film. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I saw it at Fantasia. It's pretty good. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, Nicolas Cage plays uh, this guy who lives out in the forest and uh, he's, Looks for truffles all day with his prized, loved pet pig mm-hmm. who gets kidnapped. And he goes and looks for the pig. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say about the film. Yeah. But it's fucking a spectacular film. It is. Uh, I love this film to death. Mm-hmm. It shocked me how much I love this film. I had no idea what it was when I first saw it. Yeah. Um, it's not just Nick Cage. It's uh, Alex Wolf. 
Yeah. Putting in like career work. He's amazing. Um, it's just an incredible film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's every time you think it's going right, it goes left. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Um, we don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's one of my favorite films of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loved it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it too, man. Like it's just, it's the, the content is tough. You know, he's, he's looking for his pig that's been kidnapped and you know they set up the setup for it obviously they're very close he loves his pig very much they're doing beautiful work together and um yeah it's just a it's a beautiful journey i would say and it's uh i'm being very careful because i don't want to give away no don't the plot yeah. of the movie no that's why but, I was, that's why i was very careful about yeah, it too. Yeah. no experience this one it's incredible yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's on VOD. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think of yourself as a movie fan, you have no excuse. Yeah. I think it's that damn good. Yeah. And it will shock you. It's oh, yeah. that good. Yeah. And Cage is incredible. Yeah. Like, his best performance in many years. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think about what might be, uh, like Bad Lieutenant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great in he's that. He's just, he's just so nuts in that film. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's so controlled and great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people forget. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. What he wants to be. Yeah. It's not just, you know, he's obviously needs some money for his, his tax return stuff, but, mm-hmm. uh, and he just, he, he goes into a lot of bad movies mm-hmm. and goes all stupid. Yeah. I guess I probably should have said Mandy, but I don't like Mandy. Yeah. I know you do. <laughs> I love Mandy. Yeah. I still yeah. need to rewatch that, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of that. Um, do you remember last episode? Um, we had our, um, top 10 of all the movies. Oh yeah. List. And I said, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rewatch uh Swiss army man. Oh yeah. I rewatched it. Sweet. It's still good. Yeah. I still think it's as good as you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still love it, but I just <laughs> yeah. don't think it's as good as you thought it was. Yeah. No. But, yeah. yeah. I watched it right on. Yeah. That was That's cool. cool. Uh, where were we? Uh, Oh, I wanted to ask you something about Nick Cage. Sure. Changing gears for a second. Snake Eyes. What were your... Did you like Snake Eyes? The De Palma film? Yeah. I liked the De Palma-ness of it. Yeah. Okay. Don't think I liked the movie, though. <laughs> okay. It was one of those ones where I was like, I, I think I hated it, but I also think I loved it. I like, I go I, I like Brian De Palma. Yeah. I like the split screens. Yeah. I like stuff like that. He's, just, <laughs> he's a really interesting director. Yeah. Um, who just makes weird films. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't remember liking it. I probably yeah. haven't seen it since it opened. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I'll be revisiting it. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, did you see The Forever Purge? No. See, if Adrian didn't see it. Yeah. And he's like that guy. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. I've been checked out of that series yeah. since the beginning. <laughs> I, I just wanted to watch movies. Yeah. Like, the theaters had just opened. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, cool movies. Oh, shit. Forever Purge? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Stillwater, the oh, new yeah. uh, Tom McCarthy film mm-hmm. starring Matt Damon as a, a man who goes to France to try to get his daughter out of jail mm-hmm. for reasons. Mm-hmm. Movie stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's really long. It's Damn. like two and a half hours long. <laughs> um, it becomes a different film in the last third, which I didn't like. Mm-hmm. The first uh, two thirds is okay, decent, yeah. not bad. Uh, Matt Damon's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the stuff with Matt Damon and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That should have been the film. Get rid of the daughter crap. Yeah. It's just a really cheap uh, Amanda Knox plot. Okay. And I found that kind of offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. Didn't yeah. mind it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just too long. Yeah. Uh, Jolt, not uh-huh. not the Coca Cola product from the eighties, oh. but <laughs> yeah. um, um, uh, Kate Beckinsale plays a woman who has anger issues, and the only way she can get rid of them is to jolt herself with electricity. Oh, to calm herself down. Wow. And uh, she's had a really bad life because of that. Wow, I bet. Because she has temper problems. Oh, no. And uh, she finally meets a man who doesn't make her go nuts, but he gets killed. Oh. So she has to find the killer because she has to revenge this dude. Yeah. Meanwhile, every 10 minutes, she's like juicing herself because she's having anger issues. It's stupid fun. (laughs) She's really pretty. Yeah. Oh. And she's like. Wearing her like un- underworld pants in the film. Oh, and dude, it's I'm sold. It's, All right. it's almost worth it just for that. Yeah. And I'm just like, she's really pretty. Yeah. This movie's not very good, but it's still kind of fun. Does she uh, shoot lightning bolts at people? No. Damn it. Okay. And she doesn't like do cartwheels in the air shooting shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's underworld. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy is one of the worst films of the oh, year. No. You should probably not watch that. Yeah, I skipped it. <laughs> Everything about it is really terrible. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be watching a basketball game and animation and look up and see a Clockwork Orange character. That's yeah. really fucking weird. You told me about that. Yeah. yeah. Really fucking weird. Don't do that. That's mm-hmm. just not good. Uh, did you watch the Woodstock 99 documentary? Oh, I did. Yeah. That was a trip, dude. It's incredibly one-sided. Yeah. But I think it points out some stuff that probably should have, you know, should, should be addressed. There was a lot of really bad female groping in that concert. Yeah. A lot of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah. Uh, probably playing, like, the heaviest bands in the world back-to-back to back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Back back yeah. Probably wasn't a very good idea. Mm-hmm. You might get the crowd going really hard. Yeah. They showed footage of the mosh pit. Hell, the entire crowd, when Corn came on... Oh, yeah. It was like a sea of people moving. Mm-hmm. It was unreal. Yeah, yeah. And then fucking Rage Against the Machine went on after them. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did you expect? Yeah. I watched that show live on pay-per-view. It was That's... it was some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't really notice stuff because it, it was all just tight cameras. And yeah. Other than, you know, when you see Fred Durst surfing... On a piece of wood. Oh, yeah. That was taken from a, a control tower. Yeah. That was being ripped apart. <laughs> yeah. And then you got the Red Hot Chili Peppers being to- oh. being told to try to calm everybody yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So they covered Jimi Hendrix's fire. Yeah. And everybody starts lighting shit on fire. Yeah. That's crazy yeah and it's 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 just so much went wrong there Mm. was like a massive heat wave it was like 110 fahrenheit people were like sunstroking there's a really sad thing about this dude who dies Mm -hmm. who's like a metallica fan and Mm -hmm. dies during the metallica set that's it was super harsh yeah uh i say watch it Mm -hmm. um it's it's some eye-opening stuff in it it's incredibly one-sided but i thought Mm -hmm. it was pretty i thought it was okay yeah it was yeah not bad at all Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we? I have lots here. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the Green Knight. Yeah. We talked about it earlier a little bit. Mm-hmm. Another one of my uh, my favorite films of the year. Oh, yeah. Super imaginative. Mm-hmm. Lots of weird stuff, but still kind of simple. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it cost more than a Michael Bay film. Like yeah. it, it, Everything, like, 
is so awesome in this film. Um, and I'm sure it costs no more than the donut budget on a Michael Bay film. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so cool. Deb, Deb Patel is awesome. Yeah. He's always been awesome. Incredibly great hair. Oh, yeah. Man, I wish I had Deb Patel hair. Yeah. He's a great leading man. He is. Yeah. He should be, like, I know he got nominated for Lion. Mm-hmm. That should have been just, like, the the, the jump. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um it's so incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't not really into that kind of like like folklore and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I it's jived with this film. Oh, big time! Um, he's an incredible director, yeah. David Lowry. Other than Pete's Dragon, <laughs> yeah, I keep on saying that. We'll pretend that one doesn't exist. Yeah, not my thing. Yeah. Uh, I love this film. Yeah, uh, one of my favorites of the year. We'll probably talk about it later in, in the year, and yeah. maybe in a couple minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Ralph Ineson, dude, he's got one of those great voices. He he voices the Green Knight, <laughs> and uh, Barry Keegan is as weird as you think he is. He was <laughs> he was at Fantastic Fest one year. Yeah, that guy was strange. Yeah, I heard. I, yeah, you told me. I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was actually in town for like a boxing, like he was boxing. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, strange guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Green Knight, great film. Uh, Jungle Cruise is not very good. Okay. But Emily Blunt is awesome. Nice. And she got her own film. Right on. Dwayne Johnson is wood. Mm-hmm. They have no chemistry at all. Oh, too but bad. But yeah, the Emily Blunt character called Pants, because she wears pants all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, should have her own Indiana Jones film every year. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I quite enjoyed her performance. Right the rest on. of it is not good. Uh, yeah. There's... No, nah, I'm not even going to talk about that. Okay. Uh, the new Leos Carax film, Annette. Oh, yeah. It's out there, is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, the first three or four minutes is them singing a song, mm-hmm. and then the movie starts. After that song plays... 30 seconds later, I knew I was in trouble. Yeah. Like, I hated it. Wow. Huh. It was that quick. Yeah. I just did not... This film did not jive with me at all. Yeah. It's a musical Mm -hmm. with really terrible songs. Okay. They're repetitious. Mm -hmm. Uh, Adam Driver is good, but Mm -hmm. he has nothing to work with. Marianne Cotillard's really good, but she has nothing to work with. I don't like Sparks. Okay. From a certain period. I like old Sparks. Yeah. Then they kind of got really repetitive and I don't like them anymore. But, and that's what all these songs are is repetitive nonsense. Okay. It's really fucking weird, dude. Mm-hmm. Just, it's not my thing. People like yeah. it. Yeah. I know, I know people like it and that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a super cult film. Yeah. And you know what? You could watch it and be like, holy shit, Bill, you're so wrong. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have. Yeah. And I'm really cool with that. Yeah. Because I've liked some pretty strange films. Oh, yeah. Like, I defended Neon Demon until my breath was done. <laughs> yeah. Or, I stand by or that Mother too. or something yeah. like that. Like, weird films. Mm-hmm. So, it's cool. It's just not for me. I think it's like one of the worst films of the year. Wow. I just absolutely hated it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Annette. Yeah. Uh, children of deaf adults. Oh, yeah. Also known as Coda. Coda. 
how can this movie not be very good, but it still totally got me at the end and I was still crying? <laughs> right? It's not a very good movie. Yeah. It's really kind of cheesy. <laughs> yeah. But the acting is really good. Yeah. And it's got some really poignant stuff in it. Yeah. And I yeah. totally fell for it at the end. Oh, yeah. And I felt really terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that um, in one of David Ehrlich's reviews of uh, was it First Man, I think he said, like, I felt nothing until I felt everything. And that's how I felt about this movie. I was like, um, and again, like, just the premise of the movie, it's in the title, uh, ch- children, Child of Deaf Adults. Her, her parents and her brother are, are deaf. Um, and she loves to sing. And... Um, yeah, there's a moment in the later third of the movie um, <laughs> that just really nailed it home for me. I was like, okay, I'm in. And yeah. I like broke down. Yeah. <laughs> I, had like a, I had like a mental breakdown. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was beautiful. They just, they could have got rid of that, that music teacher, man. He drove me nuts. Really? I loved uh, him. Uh, drove me nuts. <laughs> he was, he was over the top. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Renemesis. Renemesis. I'm going to call it Rem. The new Hugh Jackman film. If you can't fucking say it, nobody's going to buy a ticket for it. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. Rename your movie, dude. It's not a very good film. Okay. It's really goofy, but Rebecca Ferguson is just on another level hot. Yeah. So that almost gives it like another star. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, my God, this movie is a mess. Uh, it's all about like going in a, a tank of water and picking people's memories out. Hmm. And stuff starts to blur and it becomes like way more convoluted than it should be. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Jackman just screams a lot. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, damn. Yeah. Too bad. It, it didn't do well at the theater either. I think mm-hmm. it made like two million bucks its opening weekend. Oh, wow. So maybe not good. Tiny indie film. Totally. <laughs> I think Roadrunner made more money opening weekend. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Girl, a new Netflix film starring Aquaman himself, Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. And the girl from the Dora Explorer, the movie mm-hmm. from last year. Okay. Uh Jason Momoa is actually kind of good in this film. Cool. But the film was really piss poor. Oh, too bad. Uh, and it's, it's, it tries to be really inventive with something and it just does not work. I'm not mm. going to ruin that, but it's just, yeah. I say skip that one. Don't even watch it. Wow. Okay. Other than maybe the first 20 minutes where Momoa just acts. Wow. Acting. Yeah. Acting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pass. Yeah. Uh, the new documentary Val about Val Kilmer. Oh, right. I heard about this. Who had cancer mm-hmm. and went through a lot of treatment and that treatment destroyed his voice. Oh, man. And when he talks, he talks like you can't understand them because mm-hmm. it's so screwed up. Um, and he, throughout his entire career, he took home videos of his, escapades through life mm-hmm. and um it's an okay documentary mm-hmm. uh, test yeah. testes one two three yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you're ready for val okay so i watched um the new uh val kilmer documentary called val okay. on amazon um turns out throughout his entire career val kilmer recorded everything Mm-hmm. He took camcorders with him on shoots and shot everything, including cool Top Gun stuff. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, it's Val Kilmer got cancer and 
during the his therapy, he the therapy, all the the chemo and all that killed his voice, so yeah. he can't really talk anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of his like life opus. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's not not like a Talking Head documentary, but it's pretty standard stuff. Some good footage, but it's a, it's 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing major. Yeah. Uh, it's on Amazon. Check it out if you want. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, uh, one of my favorite movies of the year, uh, Nine Days. Um, a man is is in a cabin and he interviews human souls for a chance to be born. Oh. Um, they have nine days to impress him and only one can go through. Wow. There's a few of them. Yeah. And uh, whoever wins the quote-unquote contest gets to be born. Oh, cool. Uh, starring uh, the great Winston Duke, uh, Benedict Wong, oh, wow. uh, Zazie Beetz, Bill Skarsgård. Nice. Uh, it's really impressive. Damn. Um, I really like this one. It was Will Lindis's number one film of the entire year so far. Wow. We saw it last year. Okay. And I was super jealous that he had seen it and I hadn't. Because <laughs> it was supposed to be at the Whistler Film Festival. It they had in theater but then that got canceled oh yeah so i wasn't able to see it which oh, pissed me off because I'm, I'm that guy yeah it's super good mm-hmm. you're gonna love it it's Sweet. gonna make you cry it made me cry <laughs> damn uh yeah it's one of my favorite films of the year glad i finally got to see it right on and that is it for lightning round right on shazam that was long shazam ka-chow that was <laughs> that was massive yeah that's, that's okay. what she said yeah no, it's, it's, <laughs> it, we we talk about a lot of movies yeah that's right yeah yeah um and and you know as long as it's good stuff you and me always talk about this as long as we're putting out like good reviews it's that's what we want, right? Yeah, that's, it's worth it. We feel good about it. All right. So, uh, I guess the last part of our show, we're going to talk about our top 10 films so far this year. <laughs> yeah, we're a little late. <laughs> we're a little late. We're, what, two months late? Yeah, the the mid-year list. The mid-year list, but including stuff that, you know, maybe opened recently. Yeah, <laughs> why, why not? We make the rules here. Yeah. What do you want to do? Do you want to do the usual 10, 10, 9, 9? Yeah. Nine? Yeah. Maybe not talk about as much about it because yeah. this is pretty a long show i think yeah we're going to be repeating a lot of stuff yeah too, I think. we've talked about a lot of these yeah. this episode <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty sure so. and last episode so yeah yeah we'll we'll go through it um i'll start sure my number 10 is just a bottle of joy and sunshine in the heights it's a beautiful movie um filled with energy and just Happy, good feelings. Washington Heights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I like that movie, man. Yeah. Actually, it's my number nine. Oh, sweet. So, we'll right on. get that over with. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really uh, quite good. Uh, you thought that Lin-Manuel Miranda just had Hamilton in him, mm-hmm. but I guess he's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of star-making performances in this film. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that uh, will lead to more. Um, yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda has a new movie coming out on Netflix called Tick, Tick, Boom. Okay. With Andrew Garfield. Oh. Uh, it looks like... Under the Silver Lake if it was a musical. Oh, sweet. Count me the fuck in. <laughs> that movie was crazy, dude. I love that movie yeah. so much. Yeah. Uh, my number 10 is Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, sweet. Because it's awesome. Yeah, and it not, is awesome. Not enough people are talking about yeah. it. And it's everything I kind of want in a movie. Yeah. Lots of positivity, wicked animation. Mm. It's all good, man. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, is it on your top ten? It's beautiful. No, it, it got bumped Dang. by something recent. So Dang. it was number ten while I was making my list. And I was like, oh shoot, I got to include this stuff too. So nice. Like three movies got bumped off in the last second. Sucks. It is what it is. Uh, my number nine, I suspect, is going to be higher on your list, and that's cool. That's like why we make these lists, just to have them out there and talk about it. Uh, Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. It is higher on my list. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um, it's very lovely. Tragic, but very beautiful. Yeah. It's a nice tribute to uh, somebody who's gone too soon. To quote, to quote Anthony Bourdain, if your hamburger isn't medium rare... Don't fucking eat it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Right on. My number nine is In the Heights. We just talked about it. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, my number eight, Zack Snyder's The Justice League, <laughs> <laughs> which was higher until I introduced a couple of recent stuff. Wow. Uh, I love this one, man. I like it, too. I shouldn't, yeah. I shouldn't talk, but <laughs> that's high. Yeah, the, the Amazon stuff was amazing. Like, it, it really moved me in a big way. And uh, I just, I love the, the way the stories were filled out. And uh, I thought it was stunning to look at the whole time. And and for being that long, yeah, we shouldn't have been that into it. Mm-hmm. And we were. Yeah. So. And I know that, like, this is it for him, right? Like, it's not, we're not going to see that movie he promises. I don't think end. so. No, I think, um, I think they're done. I appreciate that it's there. It really sucks. We probably won't see whatever that was going to be, but I love that idea anyway. I think he's a Netflix guy now. Yeah, it seems like it, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Oh, yeah. Because they, they pay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he can make bad movies on Netflix. Yeah. Ooh. So that's my number eight. Army of the Dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Trash movie. Uh, my number eight is Riders of Justice. Oh, hell yeah. Is that on your list? It is on my list. Nice. Yeah, it's higher. Uh, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen cannot really do wrong, man. No. Uh, and this one caught me off guard, too. Mm-hmm. It's just an incredibly fun story. Yeah. Um, yeah. In- including some of the, the, the funnier, like, small characters in a, in a movie. Mm-hmm. Just being stupid nerds. Oh yeah, made me laugh really hard. Oh yeah. Um, if if you haven't seen this one, jump on it. It's on VOD. Yeah, uh, it's maybe not the most talked about film of the year, but mm-hmm. it probably should be. Oh totally, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. The director he did Men and Chicken. Men and Chicken. That's right. Yeah, yeah a couple of the guys from that movie are in that. Yeah, including Mads Mikkelsen, of course. Movie. I, I love Men I know and Chicken. Did. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was your number eight. I have a complete Draft House Films Blu-ray set. Okay, except for Men and Chicken. No way, really. I, I couldn't buy it. it oh, was, be a waste of money. I'd never Damn. watch it. Okay, yeah. Damn, yeah. I, I I adore the hell out of that movie. Like the stupid argument they have at the dinner table, and they're talking about like the the dog plate and like the chicken oh, plate, geez. and like they're fighting over who gets what, and one is like lower than the others, and yeah, <laughs> so weird. Not my film. <laughs> so that was your number eight. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number seven is Sensor. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the show. Just a really cool, weird, awesome movie about a girl who is a sensor and sees her dead sister and is trying to find the... Be, be careful. Yeah. She's trying to find out the what the story is there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, really weird shit happens <laughs> and genre stuff happens. And it's fucking awesome. It's totally awesome. It's yeah. later, later on my list. Okay, cool. Uh, my number seven is Free Guy. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. Right on. I'm not afraid to say it. Nice. Um, yeah, it's a lovely film. We just talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, that one didn't make my list, but I, I can't fault you for that one because it's a freaking blast. Uh, my number six, I suspect this isn't on your list, and that's cool. In the Earth. which Not on my list, but I, you know I like that film. Yeah, you did. And I, yeah, it like melted my brain, and I just loved the experience of it. Ben Wheatley is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Like, Ben, he could just do one thing. He could do, like, you know, he could do sightseers over and over and over again. We'd love it. Or love he, him he for could it. just do a mushroom film every six months. Yeah, <laughs> which is what he's doing now. Yeah. And um, there's something I really appreciate about this. And I don't know the, the lead actor's name, but he's usually just a goofy guy. And he kind of is just a goofy guy in this, but he's more than that here. And it's... It's cool. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a cool experience. Yeah. Maybe not for everybody. Yeah. But if you're a genre fan, I think you'll like this one. Yeah. That was your number six. Six. My number six is Sensor. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. It's really awesome. Yeah. I Hell love that yeah. film. It Hell was a big yeah. it was a big film at Sundance. Oh, it was, eh? So the uh, the, the Sundance curse is being lifted by, yeah. by cool genre films. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my number five, we talked about it, uh, Riders of Justice. Nice. Um, adore the hell out of this movie. And it's, you think it's going to be something and it's not. They they subvert your expectations at pretty much every step of the way. And I love how it kept me on my toes. And I love the characters. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. High recommend for me. Uh, number five is Roadrunner. Sweet. We've already talked about it. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't seen his tv shows see his tv shows they're all on amazon supposedly okay and if you haven't read kitchen confidential Mm -hmm. get the fuck on that hell yeah or medium raw medium raw or a bunch of his he wrote like 13 or 14 books oh did he yeah sweet yeah okay cool awesome right on uh my number four zola which nice. I love that movie, dude. I was plugged into that movie. I felt like it really captured the pulse of social media. They had pretty much every stupid stereotype. <laughs> and I was able to just point and laugh and have a blast. Like that stupid tall boyfriend, dude. Like he's like, look at this video. I'm going to do shit like this. And he never does. <laughs> he talks about it. That's like every content creator ever. Yeah. Um, lovely I, film it's so cool yeah. and uh, I think that like your your complaint about the film and I, I can't argue against it like you know it's, it, there's like not really an ending it just kind of ends and I, I think that fits the whole social media thing because that fucking machine never ends anyway so <laughs> I don't know how they could wrap it up but uh, I, I love the experience they so. just drive away yeah <laughs> Zola that's number four uh, number four for me is Nine Days. I Sweet. just talked about it yeah. seconds ago. Uh, it's really good. It's mm-hmm. not on VOD yet. Okay. It's still playing theatrically. Okay. Um, so hopefully it'll come out quick and mm-hmm. Adrian will get to see it and cry just as much as I did. Damn. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, my number three. I struggled with these ones, man. This you can almost. Number two and three were tough. Yeah. Number one was not tough yeah i suspect ours are going to be the same perhaps but yeah number three for me is the green knight number three for me is the green knight okay nice okay yeah man i uh what a trippy ass movie dude (laughs) it's one of those ones where i'm like i want to watch it like and just let it like i let it wash over me while i was watching it but the next time i want to see it i want to 
try to like analyze it a little bit more and be like, okay, what's going on here? And um, like we talked about before, uh, Alicia Vikander for everything, put her in a movie and it's going to be fucking amazing. And put Dev Patel as your lead actor, make him your leading man. He's, he's so good. Dev Patel could almost be James Bond. He's so suave and cool. Yeah. I was going to say that earlier. I didn't want to sound too outrageous. No, he's, he's, he's that cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like I Devotel quite a bit. Yeah, and yeah. Alicia Vikander is just on another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my number three too. Sweet. Yeah, we just talked um, about it pretty much. So nice. I'm guessing we have the same number one and two. Um, yeah, I think so. I think ours are going to be. Inter- I think my number two will be your number one though. My number two is Inside Bo Burnham's movie. It's higher on my list. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, man, this is like the pandemic movie. Yeah, it's the best content I've seen made through COVID. Yeah, yeah. it's it's fucking phenomenal. S- songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pure artistic freedom, just coming mm-hmm. out on the screen. Yeah. Um, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know who he was before. Yeah. And was completely just shocked by how great this is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everything about it. Everything. Yeah. Um, and screw your ideas that this might not be a film because it just fucking is. Deal with it. I said it. Yeah. Will Linda said it too. So we came to an agreement. Yeah. And we're all that matters. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But uh, we're, we're, we're all that matters. <laughs> you and- know, if people want to put a 10 part documentary series as a film, this is a fucking film. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> if a TV movie about OJ can win Best Documentary Oscar, then yeah. we're cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I don't understand how people could argue it's not because it's like he captures. Pretty much all the feelings we all felt over the last, what, 18 months or so. Yeah. Um, and in such a relatable way and such a humane way. And you just want to reach out and, like, give him a hug through the whole movie. And, um, yeah, there's something really impressive about the way he shares, like, his heart and soul and puts it in front of all of us. And uh, it says... Here I am. Get your fucking hands up. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Such catchy songs, too. Such catchy songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's higher on my list, but yeah. not much higher because there's only two left. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Pig. Yeah, that's my number one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, not, not, not a bad choice on these lists. Dude. Especially the top three. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think those are, and I guess I think Nine Days is on, uh, and and wrote, and they're all pretty good. Oh yeah. But uh, the top three are like next level kind of movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, the Bo Burnham was my number one film of the year, right on the whole entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pig might be my number two. Yeah. Like it's they're both really great films that yeah. surprised me, and mm-hmm. nothing gets me going more than being surprised about movies. Mm-hmm. And these were just perfect cases of that happening oh yeah um yeah just everything i think the problem with the the boburnum is that it's netflix people just don't like netflix yeah they'll just dismiss it which is such a false note yeah you gotta get over that oh yeah to the future yeah they have a lot of money they're paying for stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, you know when all these theaters are going to go out of business because of the covid 28 virus yeah netflix isn't going out of business oh yeah if anything they're they're gonna (laughs) they're gonna get more subscribers yeah i agree and uh yeah it's the future so Mm -hmm. yeah bo burnham inside and pig interchangeable they're both Mm -hmm. really great oh yeah yeah i'm glad that we're kind of on the same level A a lot of the same stuff yeah a lot of the 
our list are, you know, we're usually pretty compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think that, yeah, the top three for me are, I could almost like roll the dice and interchange them and who knows i i'm still not sure where i'll end up at the end of the year but you know we're about to enter festival season and yeah totally <laughs> i could that, that will fuck everything up the, the best time. movies of the year supposedly yeah i i just can't wait for people to see riders of justice or mm-hmm. sensor nine days or even green knight yeah or pig yeah everybody's seen it inside but mm-hmm. um there's those are all movies some people just haven't seen yet yeah and i think it's really great that people have an opportunity to check them out eventually yeah and uh anybody who says nothing came out this year just has not been looking yeah you're lazy i agree because there's stuff and it's yeah. all good yeah was other films that aren't on my list mm-hmm. i had to bump some films because adrian changed the rules <laughs> that's right and, uh, <laughs> but uh the other the other the movies that i i bumped were little fish okay um a film about uh two people who are losing their memory okay and uh it's really heartbreaking wow olivia cook is incredible Oh, and nice. Jack McDonald's awesome. Okay. Uh, Come True, another one that was a little, a little small independent science fiction film. Okay. Which just cranks me up. Oh, I yeah. I just love the science fiction. Yeah. It's kind of, un, like, it's really weird. Yeah. But I loved it to death. Yeah. And uh, Together Together, about a, a, a surrogate woman and who's having the, the child of a man. And it's just their, 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 their year. Mm-hmm. And what happens during that year, and it's incredibly beautiful. Okay, uh, Ed Helms, nice in a starring le- role where he's mm-hmm. never really the star. Yeah, and he's really great in it. Oh, nice! And I thought it was incredibly lovely. Cool. Um, yeah, those are the films I bumped. Right. Okay, but um, yeah, great list. Right on. Uh, before we get out of here, mm-hmm. I have a Fantasia top ten list. Sweet, yeah. For shits and giggles. Hit us up with it. Uh, so I don't know when any of these are coming out. <laughs> yeah. So I'll try to be really vague uh, so I won't ruin anything for you. Uh, number 10 is a movie called Blue Whale. Mm-hmm. You know how uh, Timur Bekmenbatov has been making those like computer movies with like, the, the screens? It's, it's just like a computer screen, like, oh. like searching with yeah. John Cho. Yeah. This is another one. Oh, sweet. But it's, it's, he made it in Russia. Okay. That's about a suicide cult. Oh. Done through the computer. Wow. It's almost like Candyman. Yeah. You you join it and you have to do a bunch of things mm-hmm. and if you don't you die. Wow. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he there's something about these things that just work for me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Searching was really great. Yeah. Uh, probably because John Cho was just acting his ass off. Oh, Cho's awesome. But um, this one's really good. It's coming out soon, I think. Okay. But yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing Mary saw, which was a um, kind of religious movie, um, and bad stuff happens. I'm not okay. going to tell you more. Yeah. It's really in-depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, The Spine of Night, which is like a an updated version of Heavy Metal, that, that, that old okay. animated movie. Yeah. Um, really violent. Wow. Really violent. Yeah. Um, and the animation's a little weird, but I kind of dug it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, Mad God, which took over 30 years to make. It's all stop motion animation. Oh, wow. Um, doesn't really have a plot, mm-hmm. but it's incredible. Cool. Just with what this guy's done with this animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, a movie called Bull with Neil Maskell. Um, he's the, the the guy from Kill List, a Ben Wheatley film. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, he plays a, 
a psychopath for a, uh, who works for a, an organized crime family, mm-hmm. and they um, they do him wrong, so he goes after them. Okay, very violently. Wow, in only a way that Neil Maskell could <laughs> right as on. a complete psychopath. Nice, he is so incredible. Yeah, like one of the most underrated actors. Sweet. Uh, number five, what Josiah saw, um, a family drama where stuff goes incredibly wrong. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Really good film. Yeah. Check out, like, wait for it. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Number four, Glass House, um, a really cool period piece about this weird family during a COVID-like outbreak. They're all stuck in a house and a, and a man comes um, through the forest into their backyard and they let him in begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. And stuff just starts to fall apart. It's really tense. Uh, lots of cool pandemic-like stuff that I kind of liked. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. Right on. Um, and it's got a really cool ending that I did not see coming. Nice. So, and that's rare for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes. Another Asian one-shot film. Oh, Like okay. One Cut of the Dead. Oh, nice. Um, where this guy finds out that the television in his bedroom and the television in the coffee shop below him are connected. Mm-hmm. And they can talk to each other. Oh, nice. And they start to manipulate that into weird ways. Yeah. And it gets really cool. Nice. It's very science fiction-y and all shot in one shot. It's incredible. I really liked it. Damn. Number two, Hellbender. Uh... From this really cool family that keeps on making really cool films. Uh, They made a film called The Deeper You Dig a couple years ago, which I quite liked. Um, A mother and a daughter live in the woods because the mother says the daughter cannot leave the woods because something bad will happen. Mm -hmm. Shit happens. Okay. It's incredible. Nice. Uh, One of the cooler horror films I've seen this year. Look for it. It's a fantastic fest. Cool. It's going to destroy there. Nice. Can't wait for that. Uh, Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes is also at Fantastic Fest. It will kill. Mm -hmm. And number one, uh, All the Moons, which is like um, a period piece version of Let the Right One In. Okay. About a a girl who becomes a, a vampire, but she figures out how to become a daywalker. Yeah. By constantly going into the sun and then burning herself and then going back in and healing and then healing herself and then until she can actually go out in the sun. Wow. And she tries to assimilate herself into society, but nothing goes right because, you know, movies. Yeah. Uh, It's incredible. I love that film. I know. Uh, So, yeah, Fantasia was awesome. Nice. 75 bucks for the past. That's it's a great deal. An incredible deal. <laughs> incredible deal. That's like yeah. f- three films at TIFF. Yeah. I saw 96 films. Damn. Yeah. That's dope. So, yeah, it's uh, it was incredible. Uh, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a long show, but I uh, yeah. uh, hope people were taking notes. Yeah, take there's notes. lots of cool stuff coming out, lots of stuff you might not have already seen. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, we, uh, we educated you, and yeah. hopefully, you'll be able to see some cool stuff. Yeah. I think what I'll do is to make it easier... Um, I'll put all the movies in the lightning round in our top 10 lists and the Fantasia top 10 in the show notes. If, if you're okay with that, does it works for me? Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's do that. So if you could send me your, your lightning stuff and your lists, then I'll just put it in the show notes. That okay. way people can just like, what was that movie called again? And you can, they can look it up in the show notes. So that, that'll make it easier for, for everybody. Cool. Yeah, man. No, it feels feels good to record again and uh, another epic show. Talk movies. Yeah. <laughs>
Like like we said, you know, if somebody wants to pay us to do this, happy to do it. Yeah, I'll do it every week if somebody pays me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Uh, we've got festival season just around the corner, so we'll be doing a lot of work there with VIF and TIFF. And um, there's been, we were talking about maybe getting press for a Fantastic Fest, so yeah. that might be that too. Let's see if we can get in there. Yeah, we've done it before. Why not? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we definitely would love to uh, cover more of the film festival stuff. And if you're in, well, Canada or the U.S., definitely make sure you're checking on online film uh, online uh, film festivals because you might have access to certain movies through these online film festivals because of COVID. Uh, I know that Bill and... Will, they both accessed a lot of great movies last year through... Yeah, we rocked it last yeah, year. Yeah, so keep your eyes peeled. Um, I guess we should tell people where they can find you online. Uh, I am uh, SoundJam69 on Twitter. Uh, say hi. And I'm SoundJam69 on Letterboxd. How about we do that, too? Cool. Yeah, yeah. right on. And I am on Twitter. It's at Adrian underscore Charlie. I tweet on there maybe once or twice a week. <laughs> I'm also on, uh, I'm mostly on my uh, Twitter account, which is like for gaming, Twitch, content creation stuff. It's the Crow Show. That's uh, at the underscore Crow. And that's C-R-O underscore show. I tweet there most of the time. And uh, we do have a green screen of death uh, Twitter account is the green underscore screen on Twitter as well. And uh, yeah, I've been told we're really good at self-promotion. <laughs> That's right. We're all over it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when this goes up, we'll post about it once or twice on Twitter. And then uh, just goes into the ether. Goes into the ether. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just want to, again, I think, I think Bill shares the same thoughts and comments as me when i say you know big thanks to our friends who have encouraged us over the years and um we wouldn't be doing this without y'all without you encouraging us and um something we both love to do right so yeah man. yeah see you in two to three months yeah sounds good <laughs> <laughs> all right so if you've listened this far thank you very much for being here and we look forward to talking to you next time peace